0: Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle, and our guest, Ross Douk. Thanks for having me. (laughs) 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 You know what I think when I look at you? You've got a real summer boy face. (laughs) I've
1: been hearing that a lot recently. Thanks, Alicia.
0: You know, it's like you've you've been outside in the summer and you've had like a good time. Hmm. Not a lot of hard labor.
1: It's interesting. I come from a life of hard labor, but yeah, now it doesn't show my face. How long were you
0: doing hard labor for?
1: Well, I grew up on a farm where, you know, we had jobs before we were teenagers where you had to do a lot of hard stuff. So, Like
2: what? Just punching cows?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> the, there was a lot of people who punched cows <laughs> to tell you about it. No, it was like the little kids had jobs, like you have to go underneath this granary and take out dusty, like kids had jobs that adults couldn't do because we were very small. So you had to go into small, dangerous, dusty areas from the get-go. Whoa.
0: Yeah. So you grew up on a farm? How did I not yeah, know yeah. this about you?
1: Uh it's supposed you hadn't paid attention to my act for That's uh, accurate. 7 years. Yeah, I grew up in a town of 300 people. Uh, but in
0: your act you never talk about working on a farm.
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. When? <laughs> i don't know there i talked talk about being a
0: summer boy face
1: oh one of the things that sometimes happens on stage is because uh, sometimes people think i'm fancy for some reason they miss see me as being fancy and then i'll be I've like i've never oh. seen you eat a hot
0: dog <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and that so sometimes uh, like especially because i've done comedy on the road and these people feel like they're in rural places in towns of say two thousand people and then i'll have a Rural off with them, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Because three hundred people is ridiculously small.
0: Mm-hmm. Then that's the town that you grew up in, or mm-hmm. the farm that you grew up on had three hundred people.
1: It's three hundred people in the town. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the all farm those people were chickens, but <laughs> there's a lot of chickens. I grew up with chickens. Yeah, oh, that's...
0: on a chicken farm. Uh, they smell
1: no so <laughs> yeah no it was, it was beautiful so what it was is like this isn't there's no uh corporate farms there at the time it was my grandparents had i don't know eight ten chickens they ran around free they kept the bugs down it was beautiful i had a pet oh, chicken nice. named boy oh. it was the best oh i
0: remember this yeah. yeah and the chicken listen. was
1: a, a, a hen which is mean embarrassing that i named it boy but it's because i had only three <laughs> older sisters and i wanted a brother so badly oh. that i named a boy and then eventually my parents killed it and I, we ate my i ate something that i love so that's why i'm the hardest did you know at the time when you're eating it no and they lied to me about it too so it took me to be honest i discovered it later did they just run out of chickens uh no it's just like sort of the life i feel like chickens trade their freedom you know or they like they're like they get food and board and then they're just like well and eventually we you know give our lives to your bodies or whatever it's all right but at the time it was hard because i miss boy of course it would hug me the chicken would come up and hug me and stuff Oh
0: boy. It's going to be very affectionate. They're great. They're it was, so they're sweet. It,
1: was, it was chickens and cats where I grew up. It was the best. Was Did the, the best.
0: chickens and the cats play together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can see that.
1: Mostly the chickens would like peck at the cats and they were like, wow.
0: But they didn't attack each other nope. or anything. No. They're That's pals. That's really nice.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, it was a beautiful thing. on a
0: farm sounds like a really tough thing. Yeah.
1: Living on a farm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I think sometimes just like love it, and I think it's built in forever. Like some people would find it very hard to leave afterwards, and then other people, uh yeah, it doesn't quite click. With I love just like running around. Mm-hmm. Uh I loved like when I thought of summer holidays, I was like, I'm just going to run in a direction, and we'll see where I end up. Oh, you that's just end beautiful. up on the other part of the on the other side of the <laughs> yard. But yeah. I always thought it was like an adventure, but really,
0: that's and you exciting. had jobs from a very young age. You were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, In the
1: granary? Sure. Will you just you help on the
0: farm?
1: a granary farm? or granary? I don't know. I was is it doke like, or that. <laughs> <laughs> it's doke and granary? Granary? I think granary is what I would say because it's filled with grain on the farm that I was raised on.
2: I thought yeah. maybe it was, it was full of
1: grannies. grannies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love my grandparents. I, <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, my to crawl turns, underneath them. My grandpa turns 100 years old in uh, November. That's so amazing. He's been dead for 33 years, but <laughs> no, he, he's still alive. <laughs> So exciting. Uh, yeah. And uh, we lived right next door to them. Like, they were on the farm. We were next door in the suburbs of this small town, but, like, more or less farm life.
0: Did you have a horse?
1: No, but there was horses, like, you know, 100 Close meters away. Yeah, To touch. Uh, yeah. It was actually, our town was so small, it was literally a two-horse town. There was two <laughs> two horses in there, and I didn't know that, that was funny until way later. I was... <laughs>
0: So whenever anybody said it, you're just like, yes, yes. Yes, there are two horses. Oh, so you've been there. Yeah. You know know, uh, Bugsy. (laughs) Bugsy and Jojo. (laughs) Yeah. This is my chicken boy. One of them. (laughs) What's left of him? (sighs) Go away. (laughs) Love that chicken. How old was he?
1: Oh, it was a she. Uh, it's confusing with the name. <laughs> Every so hen is a lady. No, it's fine. I also, I also <laughs> had difficulty with that as a kid. Lived a long life though. Like so, like they would, we would mostly have eggs, and then eventually they'd get like killed at their. Could, eventually, thing.
0: your parents were like, we'd like a chicken bird. And to be
1: honest, it was my grandparents that did it. My not my parents. I've said uh, my parents because I like my grandparents easier. are so important to me right. that I am like I always am like oh it was my parents that didn't it. know it was my sweet 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 granny and i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just
2: ripping the chicken apart with My grandma was hand. this
1: sweet person, but she would, like, take the feathers of the chicken stuff, so, so, you know, it's pretty crazy. Well, yeah,
0: it's, it's that's the way life. It was. Yeah. Someone today at work th- said that I would be great at hunting my own food, and I was mm-hmm. like, absolutely not. She was like, well, you could fish. and I'm like, probably not. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, i just kiss the fish and then put it back in the water. Be Have like, you ever hey. gone
2: fishing before?
0: Yeah, but I've never successfully caught anything, really. Like, when I was a kid, I went to, like, a trout lake and caught captive fish. <laughs> Yeah. And I didn't really care for it. And I went deep sea fishing with my dad and my brother in Prince Edward Island. And I get motion sick really easily. I would like to learn how to fly fish. It's a dream of mine. You caught some bar. I only really am in, interested in, in very expensive sports. Yeah, is fly fishing very expensive? Getting set up is pretty expensive. Oh,
1: interesting. Because yeah, you need that really long pole. And those
0: tall yeah, pants. and that really handsome <laughs> husband.
1: Oh, <laughs> pants got to be so tall. The
0: pants yeah. are so cool.
1: Just a walk in the river? What a treat.
0: Yeah. I think it's worth it getting into it just for those pants.
1: I just want to walk around I bet they would come in people. handy
0: in other aspects of life, like helping like dig a garden. Like waiting to a diarrhea pit. Yeah, <laughs> the diarrhea pit thing that I've been talking about doing.
2: You're people coming. have escape rooms, but I'm building a diarrhea pit. <laughs> it's
0: going to so happen. So there's you real can't. impetus
1: to get rid of, get out of the room kind of thing?
0: Yeah. 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 So in the time that I've known you, uh, Ross, you've been a mostly a full-time comic. You worked for... Canada Post for a while. True. Um, you were a forest ranger?
1: Park ranger, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's the difference between a forest ranger and a park ranger? Uh,
1: I don't know. People always say forest ranger. I think that's a job that might exist in the United States. Okay. I don't think there are any of those in uh, Canada. So I don't don't have the
0: budget, probably.
1: Possibly. So a really? park ranger is uh, usually, in BC anyways, it means that you take care of the provincial parks. Okay. And then. Um,
0: those are forests sometimes. Y- yeah,
1: totally. But it could be all sorts. Like you could have a. Uh, so one of the parks I worked in was a upper. Like out of the like up in mountains only, So no forests, like past the tree line, I suppose. So they there aren't just forests. But uh should we get into a story? Is this are you leading me into a retail nightmare story? Yeah, tell
0: here? me about your, your life before Comedy.
1: Sure. I loved jobs. I was always very good at jobs. <laughs> really? And uh, yeah, it, the work ethic was like built into me, but then from the farm, uh, from the farm, from this thing. And it was like, it was like a good life is one where you like toiled and, you know, put a good effort in. And so I really, you know, I, and it's fun, but. Early on, I worked for terrible companies, including one called California Fitness.
0: And this was <laughs> where in was it Saskatchewan,
1: Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. It's
0: like the Boston pizza of fitness places.
1: <laughs> oh, it was brutal. And so what it was is I was in kinesiology, which is at like sportsy based university. I thought, Oh, yeah, okay. I'll get a job in this.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to get a kinesiology degree. I just was doing it. And then so I got a job at this gym. And the part that was the main issue to me is the boss was terrible. The guy who owned this thing and he wanted, you know, a California experience in, <laughs> In this, these Saskatchewan towns. And the main thing that I took issue with is that we had to answer the phone with having a great day, California (gasps) fitness. And no one was having a great day. You're underpaid. The boss is a jerk. And the thing was, is everyone's just confused on the other end of the line. They're calling to ask if you're open or whatever. And they'd be like, you'd be like, having a great day, California fitness. And they'd be like, what? (laughs) You'd be like, having a great day, California (laughs) fitness. And they'd be like, Who's having a great day? Is this the gym? Are you the only gym in Prince Albert? Yeah. And you always had to start every conversation with a lie, which I thought was a bad way to
0: do it. Having a great day, California. Fitness. fitness but it's like is something that some idiot boss would come up with and like this is part of our brand strategy. But
2: like announcing how you are before anyone asks.
0: I'm going to start, start so doing it. I like it. doing and feeling fine. Jessica
2: DeLal here.
1: <laughs> See, but then you identified who you are. Yeah, so yeah. I yeah. you contamination. just said the that you were in. <laughs> Doing fine, feeling good. Firefighter Hall. What? Well, I guess 911. <laughs> <9-1-1. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, it was, so, so the reason, the thing that made them California fitnessy, I think, is there were tanning beds there. And so the California parts that everyone was orange.
0: Mm. Were they orange or were they brown?
1: Oh, I think that tanning, tanning beds make you turn orange. No?
0: Yeah. I turn really nice brown.
1: You do. <laughs> so the there's tanning, one.
0: but I was wondering what it was. The catch was going to mm-hmm. be so people would work out, then go tan, or people would just buy the membership to tan. Was it included in the they membership? They could do. They
1: could do multiples of those things. Also, uh, the colors in there were you know light pink, Ooh, turquoise, blue. That'll show off those some California, orange. those mm. California colors. You know, yeah, what baby year was colors? this? Uh, this would have been the year two. Two thousand and two, I suppose. Okay, so Too
2: late to still be obsessed with California. as the picture of uh, health? One hundred percent, one hundred percent.
1: So, and this man, he was a terrible employer, and he uh, he really liked to make uh, the female employees cry. Which oh, is lovely. not, yeah, and so and so, but then people just quit because like they weren't paying well or whatever. So I worked there for four weeks, and I was the longest term employee <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then and I knew how to do the job. You say having a great day, California Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a really funny part where uh, so it's in a gym. It's a high ceiling thing. So it's three stories up. And the boss man wanted me to change a light bulb on this ladder while I was working alone at the shift. And people would be walking by like the ladder. And I said, oh, no, thank you. I said, that's like unsafe. And he said, I'm not just paying you to stand there. I was like, oh, you are. Everyone else has quit. I am the last one. You can just have it closed if you want. And then, and then he's like, oh. And then he came in, and he did it himself, and he made his wife hold the ladder, and they yelled at each other, and it was very amusing.
0: <laughs> was he a big fitness guy?
1: Uh, in theory, he would preach that, but he was he was like about five foot six inches, okay. and it was hard to tell because he would wear boxy suits, you mm. know? It's hard to, to see what gym? someone looks like when they're wearing a rectangle. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he was, I think, a predominantly a businessman. He owned several of these, so this was okay. his least favorite one. Okay. <laughs> Oh,
2: Prince Albert.
1: Yeah. Because it was, yeah, not his, not, so we were kind of left alone because they were micromanagers of their businesses. But this one was, this one was the wild west of California fitnesses. (laughs) Ooh, did I
0: read behind that counter?
1: Yes, I did. What'd you read? How to start your own gym and compete against your boss. (laughs) No, I don't know. I read all sorts of books. I loved, that's what, that was the best part of those jobs was that I became a very well read young man. Really? Yeah, totally. Because there's not a lot to do at that job.
2: Didn't you say you worked there for four weeks?
1: Uh, no, at four weeks was when I was oh, okay. the longest employee. <laughs> it was like, it was like a four months probably. Okay. I did a summer in between universities. So probably four months. Summer boy? Yes. Was, <laughs> me and my summer boy face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so were you still living at the farm during this time? No.
1: So I so that's small town. I had to go away for university and then I when I was house sitting for my sister and that's why I took this job it was a real mistake. None of my friends were there and it was just like to help her out and then for me to work there. So I had no friends that summer really and I didn't have a lot of interest and there was one woman who just came in every day at three P.M. Mm-hmm. and I had such a crush on her, but I was a very shy little summer boy at the time. <laughs> and so I just say hi and whatever, and she would beep, and then. But the other regulars who just came before, eventually one of them was like, "Oh, you like that girl?" And I was like, "What? What? How do you? What do you mean?" <laughs> and, just, and they're like, "Everyone else, you're slumped on the counter, and just before three comes, you like stand, Reading and you're like, here. yeah, and you're like, <laughs> suddenly your shoulders change, and you're like, and they're like, suddenly you are having a great day, at it's California." The worst Fitness. once
0: you get called out on a crush at work. Oh man
1: yeah i was a little embarrassed did you
0: ever talk to her
1: we chat a little bit but no it never outside never smooched it's one of my big life regrets actually that and that murder that i did but <laughs> yeah It does
0: make me uncomfortable That should never yeah. lock down yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. wow um, yeah. that's crazy have you
1: guys ever been to a gym where someone has to high pressure sales you and you yeah. see right through it
0: that was going to be my retail that's
2: nightmare. every gym yeah it's crazy super gross
1: oh man it's crazy and then they what they told to us they're like you're selling hope you're selling hope i'm like no 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 like and to start with i was like okay i'm learning i'm like i take job responsibility very seriously and i says like no someone's not ready to Get a membership, or you're selling the despair of yeah. that they just spent a thousand dollars and are not going to change their lives yet. If you have to really be ready, I thought there's a real responsibility to it. So I'd shake people before they would. I'd be like, "Are you sure you're ready?"
0: <laughs> Did they always say yes?
1: No, they. I talked about it a lot because, like, I didn't like the employer. I was like, "And I think you should go to the gym if you want, but if not, you shouldn't give a thousand dollars to someone." That you're not going to go to thousand dollars in California fitness. I don't know what it is it fifty time? a month or eighty a month that's or something. Hundred a month. You're selling yeah, you're locked into depends like a how year many tanning long, minutes you true. want
0: contract. Yeah. And if you don't cancel your contract, they charge you for another year. Yeah, totally that's also, what happened to me at stuff. Just Women's Fitness in uh, Kitsilano. Yeah, I was, and I did join at a time where I was like, I really needed to get in shape, yeah. and I was feeling really bad, and I went there just to check it out and ended up signing up for a year. But as moving i like, don't worry, if you move away from the gym within like two kilometers, you can cancel your membership. So I signed up. And then when I tried to cancel it, when I moved to a different neighborhood, they said no and had to pay the remainder of the year, eight months. Oof.
1: I think there's a lot of predatory moves within those gym things. I think it sucks. Yeah,
0: you're yeah. selling guilt, not hope. I agree. Yeah, they're just, they're just, it's never what you think it's going to be. I've gone to great gyms. Like the YWCA yep. is a great gym. They've got great integrity. City of
1: Vancouver is great. City of Vancouver is yeah. a lot. Of, and then you have all the gyms around. I I'm very rule based person until I can see around or through the rules. I to start with will follow every rule to the letter of whatever because I'm like. Yeah, that's okay,. another example. And then so uh, so there was a thing where you'd sell people memberships. I did not sell this woman this membership, but she bought one. And there's a whole, there's a thing where you can uh, ha- put your membership on hold uh for if there's a life thing going on oh i'm going to, to india i guess i'll put this on i hold. have my
0: period yeah yeah and then
1: you for two weeks let's say if you have a two <laughs> two week long period yeah. yeah but you have to buy it in advance and it was make maybe ten dollars more on the okay. thing most people bought it just in case and then one time a woman came in and she's like i haven't been in the gym for three months i was like oh okay cool and then she's like, Yeah, and I want that time back. And I go, Oh, okay, do you have like a hold on your thing? And I look it up. And she's like I was like, Well, normally they're in advance. It's like this man." She's like, Yeah, I had I had a baby. I was like, Oh, good. Okay, good. Uh and then I was like, Yeah, I am sorry, I don't think there's anything I can do here. She's like, uh, I don't think you understand. I had a baby. I was like, Yeah, I know, I don't know if you understand. I'm nineteen old. But did year- she have
0: the baby with her for proof? No.
1: <laughs> and also, I was like, I don't know if you understand. I'm nineteen years old. You- I can't do anything without my boss or whatever. I was like and then she kept in but I had a baby. I was like, no, I know a lot of people had babies and I'm really sorry. I don't even know anything about babies. I'm so young. Yeah, exactly. I am. I'm so young. I don't want to, I don't, I didn't even know how babies happened. I'm glad that you had one, but I don't know how it affects this conversation. I had a baby. I'm like, all right, lady, I got it. Good for you. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Come back when my cardboard, uh, shaped boss is here. My (laughs) Rectangular boss. He can deal with it.
2: Box boss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say no placenta, no proof. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got to taste it. People eat those things, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. they put them yeah. in pills, they make bury omelets. Them. There's a whole ritual what? around burying it. Where does a it bonnet? It. There's the placenta bonnet, which is fashionable at certain festivals. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of crows. Are you guys
1: kidding? I can't tell what is jokes and what is not.
0: Well, we're not actually that funny. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, people eat it. People put it in capsules. The burying? The burying is yeah, true. Underneath the
2: bonnet
1: tree. is oh. untrue. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> the burying is a little weird to me.
2: Burying, that's like a pagan thing. You mm-hmm. would put it, you'd sort of plant a tree with the placenta as the sort of fertilizer.
0: Yeah, it makes some sense. And to then, try
1: to help the evolution of a tree to make them like Yeah, and then like. it's also... <laughs> yeah, to
0: make them ants yep. from uh, I like I tree that. beards and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Yeah, it's just this creep who uh, <laughs>
2: used to phone me up. At the video store, uh, clearly after he'd had a few too many drinks, and uh, he'd be like,
0: "I wish
1: <laughs> that'd be very uh, nice if he sang his creepiness." No, oh. no,
2: people don't like it. he. Oh. Um, he would just say, "Hey, can you uh, check my account and tell me what I got for late fees?" And I'd say. Yeah, because <laughs> I <I'd laughs> see his name on the caller ID and I'd be like, oh, no, it's coming. It's going to happen. Something's going to make me really mad and I'm going to have to hang up. And so I check his account and I'd be like, OK, you've got like nine dollar light. And he'd be like, what can you do about that for me? And I'd be like, well, you can come in and you can pay it. That's about it. And he's like, yeah, but what, what can you do for me? What can you? And I'd just be like. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, oh, I think you know. I think you know. He's such a creep. What
1: does that mean, though? <laughs> I don't know. Like, hey, he... yeah, I'm irresponsible with my fees. <laughs> yeah,
2: what are you going to do about it? Why
1: didn't he just say, hey, what can you do about it? Yeah. Don't check. I pay all my fees on time.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was a super creep. I had to kick him out of the store because uh, he came in and uh, started telling a joke. And he's like, hey, what's the difference between mm-hmm. a prostitute? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Shh, shut up. Get out! And he was like, "No, no, no way! This is funny!" And I was like, "I don't think you're funny!" And I oh, had to kick him out. And oh, it, man. yeah, it was about like also. Uh, it was around the time that there was the Picton trial happening. There's a lot of women going missing from the downtown <laughs> oh, east side, and I was like, "This is not a good. Uh, this is not a good joke to be making. I don't want to know what the punchline is." Anyway, this is my real downer of a retail nightmare.
1: Fuck I kind of guy. thought he was going to have rented, say, a spicy video, and then you were going to, like, he's like, which ones are late? And then you'd have to say, the fugitive of my butt, or whatever.
0: <laughs> Hard cock sex. Yeah, you guys didn't have pornos. No, we had some uh, saucy saucy stuff. Well, thing that's really funny for the listener that wouldn't know this, the store where Jessica worked, the cash is at the very back of the store, so kicking somebody out would be like a big like parade <laughs> mm-hmm. to get to the front door.
2: Yeah. And they would stop about every five feet and turn back and yell back at you and be like, no, just keep going, <laughs> please, <laughs> please.
1: So people often had to be kicked out of a video store. Mm, not or often. Sometimes, sometimes though. Just, is
2: it? And the stories I tell on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Often. Over
0: yeah. the course of eight years. Eight, yeah. over eight years. Yeah. Oh, I had goodness.
2: to kick out pff, probably maybe one person per year, maybe oh. one or two people per year, but I'm telling all the stories. <laughs> That's Fair sad. share of creeps. I probably should have kicked out way more than I did, but I was when I started working there I was twenty, so I was just like, I just smile and yeah. hope that this creep leaves the store. Oh no, he's still forty five minutes later. <laughs> that would happen a lot. Uh, Ross, yo, is
0: there any other other gross stories you'd mm. like to share with us?
1: Well, gross stories. Uh, how Does about this? To be gross. <laughs> well, I yeah, I worked at <laughs> Counterpost Post, and that one. Uh, was amazing I was to be. So
0: jealous when you got that job.
1: See, and I, I really, it was the worst job I've ever had. So, like I said earlier, I love jobs. I love. There's the. I was the worst at it than of any job. The corporation oh, man. was you have
0: such long legs.
1: I agree. I thought I was like gonna you could be walk, able
0: like do more houses. I
1: was a professional park ranger. I to walk fast and do all this stuff. I thought this job is well suited for me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah i
1: yeah the yeah i did tug bears moi <laughs> uh is that so the reason i, I think i was not good at it is like i have a hard time doing things i don't believe in and the corporation was being very terrible to their employees is right after mm. the lockout mm. and yeah. they're trying to get old people after they devote their lives to their thing they're pushing them out and bullying people I didn't feel like i should be there and and so i was like i thought i was just gonna take their training and then quit and then what were you
0: gonna do with the training
1: Nothing. I just like learning. Just so learn I, how know, to, get...
0: to put mail into a mailbox. Work at Rival mail. Post Office. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All those independent Canada, Canada posts.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. I just I thought I was like, oh, I'll get paid to train, to get learn learn the stuff, and then I'll leave. Uh, but then, you know, you just... They shuffle you right into a job, because there's a month of training, and like I said, I'm a very person, and and rural, things, based. And rural based person. And rural-based. And rural-based. Not anymore. I'm a real big city summer boy now. <laughs> uh,
0: check <laughs> out my face.
1: Check out my face. Uh, is that one of the things they stressed that I thought was amusing, but it makes sense, is mail security. Is that you are supposed to deliver the letters into every box and every everything, and even if you know the person lives there, you're not supposed to hand it to them because mm-hmm. what if ha- something happened in their domestic life? Let's say, and there was a divorce, and let's say uh, an ex husband was trying to get the letters from his wife for a legal thing. Yeah, so, that happens. Yeah, so you should always put it into the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Now, people who own their houses for 30 years might not see eye to eye as they greet you at their yeah. at their yard limits. And then so you on, wouldn't
0: <laughs> hand them to the people in their yards.
1: On them. my first day of being a Canada Post person, and I'm just hours late, like it's so stressful to start thing. I'm behind, I'm like lost, can't find things. I already had been made fun of very hilariously by a sort of a down and out person who's like, well, look at that! A Canada Post person who's lost! Can't find find the houses. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) yeah, I am kind of not lost. I just can't find the So I was having like a tough day. I was stressed out and I was walking down this residential street and that's easy. Boom, house, boom, house, boom, house. Then I come up to a church that's half a block long and this man comes out who is dressed like a priest. He has a black outfit on. He's got the collar <laughs> on and he just fake. goes, I can take that. And I was like, sorry, sir, mail security. And I keep walking. <laughs> and, and He's like, "He's like, yeah, very funny. I could just take that. I'm, you know, the pastor for this church. I go, yeah, nice try. But uh, mail security is <laughs> very important to me. I uh, you know it's possibly a test counterpart I was pretty stressed out today. So, uh, <laughs> no time to chat. See you later. Keep walking. But it's a half a block. He just walks behind me. He's like, He's like, the thing's up there. I can just take it. Please. I just live back there. I go, Sorry. I like, it's my first day. I'm not going to break any rules. Is this like,
0: fake mustache falling
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, possibly. He's looking a little suspicious. So I go and we walk and he's kind of like, Are you kidding me? You know, he's getting pretty annoyed. Was like, You kidding me? I was like, I'm not kidding you. I'm. It's all right. And then I just like walk up and I, you know, and I put it in and then he just yells from about 200 meters away. He's just like, I hope you don't have this job for very much longer. And I was like, me too. Whoa. So yeah. you got heckled by,
0: by uh, yeah. uh, two people yeah. on your first yes. route. And also a person who lives by a book just filled with rules mm-hmm. about how to be you. nice to rules.
2: other people and treat people well, how like I mean, you was like to be treated.
1: Yeah.
0: I hope he
2: doesn't have his job for very long. <laughs>
1: he- uh, also, in the first mail truck that I drove out, that someone had graffitied inside of it. Everybody thinks you're an idiot. And I was like, that is exactly true. Wow. Everyone that day thought I was an idiot. Aww. It was very difficult. That's no, right.
0: You got to drive a truck?
1: Yeah, you drive a truck to was the Was it thing. one of those
0: really cute trucks with sometimes the, the you, doors that can be open? Yeah,
1: and sometimes you drive on the right-hand side. There's that was a, a big little white one that's yeah. really cute. There's <laughs> some electric ones that are Always cool. Always
0: wanted that job.
1: It's better now than it was, too, because you had to get up at 5 in the morning and sort your mail for hours and hours. That's the part I was very bad at was the I sorting part. I would be part. really bad at that, too. Oof, it was brutal. Even but now you, know. you start at 9 or 10 and just walk and deliver all day instead of
0: Someone exchange. sorts it for you?
1: Now a machine does. It's called <gasps> oh. Sort Sortron.
2: Sortatron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, it bums me out now. The mail comes at, like, 1. Mm-hmm. And I... I'd never get to get to the mail. It's like it was always like a treat. And I was like, oh, it's a bill. Yay. <laughs> oh,
1: BC Hydro. Yeah. Me. Why? I
0: signed up for paperless billing so long ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought I paid this MSP bill. Ugh. No, that's just direct withdrawal. Think it's too depressing. Um, what about you? What's your nightmare? Mom was going to be the gym one, I already said. Oh, yeah? Oh,
1: yeah. I want to hear more.
0: Oh, the this, dime? this is episode 64.
2: <laughs> no, this is episode 67.
0: Shit! Holy <laughs>
1: moly. It's a
0: lot of nightmares. I have uh, a probably one. No presh. I thought you were going to do potato salad. That's why.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a salad box. All
0: right. So this is a, my I experienced a retail nightmare on the way here. Jessica and I are power recording episodes uh, for her amazing tour that's coming up. And I popped by my favorite place to hate on, <laughs> Lineheart's. Um Somebody on Instagram, Caitlin Murray, called it Seven <laughs> Eleven for rich people, and that made me laugh. <laughs> and a really nice woman in line pointed out that there's a salad special, so if you buy two salads, they're only six twenty five. And then I jokingly said. But I wasn't really joking. I was. Uh, I said, I'm going to get the heaviest salad, so really <laughs> stick it to them. <laughs> and so when she asked me what salads I wanted, she, I wanted my favorite salad, the most important salad in the world, <laughs> most powerful salad in the world. Potato salad. Not a salad. And that's true. <laughs> <I> can't argue. <laughs> uh, and then the very nice woman, but I could see she was kind of pissed. She's like, uh, those salads don't count. No. <laughs> Because I was really going to just get two versions of potato salad—one with yams and one with—so I had to get regular healthy salads, and I was pretty sad. She was following the rules.
1: Those brick salads don't count.
0: Yeah, those salads they're that just sit in heavier
1: you heavier than lead. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, how do you guys feel about potato salad? Love it. I like it if it's homemade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delis can get it so wrong. Totally. Well, there's like Safeway ones that are
0: so sweet and they're or yeah yeah vinegary Too much and sauce. sweet at the same time. Yeah, and you can't tell if they're gone bad or not because there's so many weird flavors all you need is dill and then it's perfect still a little bit of like cracked pepper and sea salt and some olive oil
2: some sour cream
0: yeah i knew it i knew it (laughs) some sour cream so ross it's a little bit a little bit not quite customer service although you had lots of face-to-face with bears i'm imagining yeah you have a park ranger story for us
1: well, the thing is, is that yeah, is the Park Ranger. There's a, a lot of facets to the job, and a very tiny part was customer service. Is that is that what would happen? Is I drive to the trailhead, and that's where everyone's parked, and people were supposed to pay for camping, and we didn't really enforce it. It was more or less the honor system, except for the weird three minutes when I was in the parking lot, and if I saw someone, I would just say, "Hey, did you pay for camping?" Hey, here's the rules. We've got bear. Like, because it's so sparse. Like these are these parks are hundreds. of... Of square kilometers like they're humongous spaces so there's parts where you wouldn't see someone for a week like for this the was,
0: listener kilometers 2.2 2 american miles <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> i love that and then uh so you know there's like there's whole weeks where i do a shift of work out there and i wouldn't see another human being Whoa. and then but in the yeah it was, was really like pretty interesting job and then so one day and i had done it for a while like i'd been an outdoor worker for four years at that point so i wasn't like in a tranquil space as I drove up to this trailhead, I was listening to LCD sound system very loud in my parks truck. And it was like some wobbly, like wow, wow, song, <laughs> very loud with the windows up, but I get out. And as soon as I walk out, I'm in sort of park ranger mode, which is, uh, you know, a peace officer role. Like I have, um, you know, I can, whatever. And there's these people in there and I just go and I just walk down, the length of vehicles i just introduced myself and i say hey like you got to pay for camping over there you know blah, blah blah it's the only time i ever do this and just the first vehicle i came up to i said oh hey guys did you guys uh reserve camp sites you can do it online whatever and they, and they all went oh oh no okay right, well, ah, well and i was like well just get your stuff in order if you haven't reserved online you can just pay and put it in the thing over there and they go okay and i walked away i was like well that was weird but they didn't really know what was going on and then as i walked away they were like huddled together i just go to the next vehicle and i just go hey guys have you guys reserved and they go yeah yeah we did and i go okay so your receipt. and i go yes and i could see those people the previous people watching me like look at their receipts and then and then i go okay and i just go around i'm chatting to people and people love talking to park rangers so I, you know answer questions about bears so it's probably in there for 25 minutes and then and then i go and uh, the people that i first talked to they like sort of Walk by me really fast, and I go, "Oh, hey guys, did you did you get the camping thing sorted out?" And they go, "Uh, oh, yeah, here's the receipt." And I go, "Okay, thanks. Enjoy your time." And this the receipt was off, like, and I was like, <laughs> and and it's I "Was written like, on a leaf?" Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Tracing and in their
0: hand, and I don't yeah, <laughs> and then exactly they drew a turkey.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, I don't care about the feet. Like, I want the parks to be supported, but also, I just don't like being also personally like disrespected or Uh something is that i go and i go okay so this is like a weird so i go over and just there's a box where the collections are in the so i unlock the box and their envelope is in there and it's empty so they just thought (gasps) that maybe i don't have the key to the thing they're just going to give me the receipt part that they saw me collecting from other people and then but so that means that the first time when they're like oh oh," they just didn't want to do it they probably had discussed it you know otherwise they'd be like a lot of people like oh i didn't know that i had to pay and they're like oh yeah you do here's the deal and they're like okay and you know even if they didn't have money which sometimes happens you'd be like okay we'll pay afterwards or it's okay but this person these like sniveling ones and then that they were like here you go I was like oh oh, no, that's, that's not how this works, you know? And then I was a very experienced outdoor worker. I was a very fast hiker. I knew the park well. And then instead, and then normally I just like hike past everyone, but what I did, and it's, I think it was, I think it was 13 kilometers, but maybe 25 at its full length, is I just hiked behind them for their whole thing. <laughs> And then they like went off, you know, there's a thing where you could turn off to go see like a meadow or something and I just want and I hiked off and I just like took my lunch beside them and like I, my day is just to hike in and I just went and they're watching and I'd go and I'd talk and then they, they could see and then they double time and they're choosing not to rest here and then I would just be there as this park ranger person and then we go and eventually, so we're coming up to the park and I have a park ranger cabin up here but then the campgrounds are elsewhere, right? And then, so it's like in the last stretch, there's maybe like one more kilometer. We can see our end thing, and now I'm like hiking really fast, and I'm like catching, I'm getting on them, and they're kind of looking over my sh- over the shoulder and stuff like that. And then as they come up, I can hear them breathing hard because they're exerting themselves quite hard. And I, instead of saying anything to them, I just hike past them. and say. Hey, guys. And I go to my thing and I do, like I take off my pack. I go in there and then I go and I can see them outside. They're like laughing and stuff They're like, oh, my goodness. You're stressed out for no reason. You probably just Stanley had to hike that exact same thing. And then I go and then so they go and they set up their tent and stuff down there. And then that night, the next thing I have to do is I have to go around. And I have to ask everyone at the campground. Like, can I just see your seat? And by mostly just talking to everyone. So, so these are people who I didn't see in the parking lot. So I'm going around. I'm asking everyone. And as I see, I can see them being like, oh no like I can see them being like whatever and so instead of as they're packing they pack up and now they hike out but it's evening oh, so they're no. not to, to the car somewhere else but you can't just camp anywhere it's a delicate ecosystem now this is the thing I am very particular about I don't care if you pay your five dollars I very much care that you, you don't sleep on it's, yeah, it's, it's five dollars per person so it probably would have been I don't know and then uh, I, I don't know if it's five six seven I can't remember but I don't <laughs> yeah. want you to camp on you know moss that is sensitive yeah. or something and then so they go and they go and they pack up and they're like <laughs> rushing carrying their stuff and I think they're thinking they're going to get away with ones and I go once again I just leave them be and then because the thing is at night they're going to turn on lights and I will just see them there mm-hmm. so then you go I go back to my thing I have dinner <laughs> and I can just see where they're camping because like it's hard during the day to see they're like ooh I'm hidden behind this thing right. but just night comes they turn on their flashlights I'm like well they're right there and then so I just go back two hours later it's night and just go hey guys park ranger Ross here <laughs> So you guys showed me your receipt earlier, yeah? And they go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, because I checked the lockbox. I you guys d- didn't pay. Yeah, and there, as and then we had like a little bit of thing. I was like, so you guys have to go tomorrow. Like, you guys have to leave the park. Yeah, and it's like I could ticket you, or you could just like leave. And they're like, we don't have to leave. I was like, oh yeah, you do. <laughs> you do have to leave. And they're like, and then we had this thing. I was like, the deal is, is like, you like tried to deceive me. And then we had a chase all day long. I know what you did. You also you guys are camped somewhere you shouldn't be camped. Yeah. What was that about? And they're like, Oh no, <laughs> none of that happened. I was like, Your voice is kinda quivery. What's happening here, you guys? Like, it's kinda silly. And then the next day I just got up and they're gone before I got there. So I think they left. I think they're pretty embarrassed. I, I don't think, think they had an enjoyable time in the park that night.
0: No, well, they probably were exhausted. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good point. That is a, I, oh, that is a good point. And that's yeah. one
0: thing I do know about you is if uh, somebody crosses you, you will make it your the, your last mission on Earth to right the wrong.
1: <laughs> I like I like wrongs righted. Yes, I'm yeah. glad that you phrase it like that. It's like, is that there was a wrong there. Like, I don't care about the act in general, but it was like, it was yeah. that there was like a thing tried to be pulled over. I was like, what is happening here? And ideally I want to, and that one's not really righted. They, cause I should have ticketed them in theory, mm-hmm. but also that's not my area of interest. I don't know. <laughs> my area of interest was that amazing Making them chase. very uncomfortable. For oh, a, it was pretty great.
0: 10 can hours. I could
2: listen to you tell stories about being a park ranger for hours.
1: <laughs> it's funny cause that's another, it's a part of my life that, um.
0: How long could, were you a park ranger for?
1: Five years. Okay. And how, so.
0: so you're a park ranger. You were, yeah. you finished school. You worked at the gym.
1: Yeah. That's joint school, yeah. And
0: finished school, you finished school, you're a park ranger. Yeah. Then you moved to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Why did you leave being a park ranger? Because it has it seems like yeah. a job you have to really like study a lot for. You get yeah. this great job. It doesn't sound ideal because you're very like you like to be around people and you like to talk. Yeah. So I think being in the woods by yourself all day would be really tough.
1: Uh, well, what it was is that I knew from early on that I wanted to be a comedian, but I was very afraid to do it. So I got a degree and then I got a job working for the environment, which is something I'm very committed to. Sure. And I was trying to find meaning in my life without having to do the thing that I was afraid to fail at. Yeah. And I had a great job and they offered me like sweet positions. And then what happened was is that the government was cutting back park rangers, which I'm very against because there's a valuable service there. And I had a senior position over a friend of mine, but the friend of mine had just got married and had bought a house with his wife mm-hmm. and he was was going to get laid off i was not i was like well this is the perfect opportunity i'll relinquish my sweet job that i did love he gets to keep his job in his house and his wife well that's kind of a weird sentence (laughs) and then i get to go and you know do this thing that i really knew that i love and so i gave up that amazing job that was incredible but uh, to do comedy and i have never been happier and also i regret some of my time in the woods because it was quite like i loved the alone time i'm very dichotomous i love to chat but i also love the alone things and i saw absolutely beautiful stuff but it's a weird way to use your young life is you know just to be having sex with trees all the time that's not right
0: <laughs> well yeah we're gonna get to that part you're a hero
2: you're, <laughs> you're a national
0: treasure
1: you mean by making those trees feel so good about <laughs> yeah. Ooh, hey lady tree
2: meow. it was all about just their pleasure <laughs> <laughs> yeah it also was just the lady trees ow, all the trees ow, ow. i'm getting nothing out of
1: this
0: splinters. <laughs> evergreen so much balm yeah <laughs> ointment <laughs>
1: Hey, guys, we're maple syrup cu- uh, country. <laughs> uh, all right. I've never, I've never made jokes like that before.
0: Uh, Ross, I received a present that was pretty crappy. The worst present ever from a family member. The
2: worst present ever from a family member.
1: Right. So... You had prepared me for this, and I thought of it a little bit is that I have three older sisters, and I'm from Saskatchewan. They all had houses very early because of the availability in Saskatchewan, and I was a park ranger who did not have a house. I would like live in a tent or live in a cabin. I'd have to fly home for Christmas. Yeah. And so what happened in is a I a tent had,
0: or a cabin, a, <laughs> which is a
1: long flight in yeah. a in a, a, a cabin. Oof, drafty, and and that I had one sister in particular. I'd say who had a some very specific wants for her house. And my parents oh. are very, um, they, they really like quality, which I think is uh, admirable. quality diff- or quality? Equality. <laughs> they okay. hate quality, to be honest. My <laughs> dad would buy anything for $7 at Canadian Tire. Uh, <laughs> he does not care about quality. He cares about bargains. But so let's say my sister would want um, a duvet or... Um, uh,
2: a duvet. <laughs> a, a,
1: <laughs> or what is, it, uh, what is it? Balsamic vinegar and... Olive oil. olive oil containers that she wants the like one that. that
0: goes that mixes it together for you sure that was a real phase
1: anything like that and is that and bad gift giving yeah and bad gift giving is that is that so they would get that for one of the sisters and then to the other two who had houses and appreciated it and they'd also give it to me Aww. and I'd be like oh. uh, guys you know that I live in a tent and have to fly <laughs> somewhere and I can't take any of this with me and they're like oh yeah, yeah yeah we'll just put down your room for you so I was collecting this, <laughs> uh, this dowry of sorts right and I was like okay so I'm gonna make some lovely lady very happy when she sees all the <laughs> knickknacks for a house that I have in my basement or in the basement in the small town that I was raised in. And then I'd go home a couple years later and I was like, hey, the dowry amused me. And it did, I did feel warm to them and their equal treatment of us. And then I'd be like, uh, mom and dad, I noticed that my, olive oil and they're like oh yeah yeah we we used that we kind of really liked that thing so what kept happening <laughs> is that my dowry would fill up and then it would just empty as it left so realistic and so i just my the bad gift giving is that i just have an absent of uh, an absence of gifts and my years for, for absolutely absolutely for years yeah absolutely
0: you have every right to go and take those back Oh yeah,
1: I want that. I want that. I want <laughs> yeah, their used have a duvet. Fit oh and man, take those mom and dad, back. I'm taking that duvet, that used duvet. You know I'm, <laughs> I'm going to use it. And, ooh, I'm, I'm going to be warm. to charge
0: you for dry cleaning. <laughs> oh, that's what wise. Am? That is that's, wise. You've had such a fascinating life. <laughs>
1: oh, that's very. That is a very kind sentiment
0: <laughs> there's a real phase around the olive oil i don't know what that's called but it's when you pour it out and olive oil comes out one end and balsamic comes out the other end, and then they blend <laughs> that's called my body <laughs> <laughs> but there's also wine decanters that were very popular oh, around yeah. that time so everyone was getting wine decanters to let their wine breathe and i was Arried. like you fuckers yeah. don't fucking know about wine <laughs> And this thing is impossible to clean, yeah, and it's so stupid, and I sold so many of them, yeah, and I worked at a store that's
1: oh, I've it got crazy. one of those in a basement somewhere yeah <laughs> I do
0: I'm sure I got my dad like a something like that too, and because he was really into wine, and then he had all these wine gadgets because he's not a person that buys himself. He buys everything that he needs and he researches things and he gets the best quality that he can afford and then takes really good care of it. He's impossible to find things for. Mm -hmm. Once he told me he likes sweater vests, I'm like, thank God, (laughs) which I also thought was weird because he'd never wear sweaters because he's one of those people that's always hot. Oh, yeah. So I found one. I bought it from L.L. Bean. I sent it to him. He was so, he loved it so much. He wore it to the office, told everybody, and then immediately was too hot. (laughs) Like he never, like he bought all these sweater vests in a short period of time. Uh, added mine to the pile. He's like, "This is the new me," and then he's like, "Nope, they're too warm." Wow. He's Only his body man. is
1: too hot. His arms are probably it's yeah breezy.
0: <laughs> My dad's body. <laughs> um, want some from the internet, guys? Yeah, We've got some good ones. So, uh, Natalie Hudson Smith, uh, boyfriend's sister, got hotel soap and shampoo from her mother. Whoa! And uh, sister flipped a shit. It's a great saying, and it was a gag gift gone wrong. So they would just gave... Packaged it as a gift, thinking like it would be funny, and she just lost her mind. Uh, Vicky Van uh, at Shut Up Nerd, a good follow. Very funny. I hope we have her on the podcast one day. Um, she was given a notepad with a W on it because they couldn't find a V. I had experiences <laughs> like that because not a lot of kids were called Alicia during the time that I was an Alicia as a child, uh, so I would get Lisa oh. or Alyssa. Felicia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Stevie Jackson wrote, when I was 19, my parents gave me a musical Nightlight. <laughs> I still don't know why. That's
1: when like he was 19?
0: When she was 19. Oh, when she yeah. was 19. It's like boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie's like boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Musical um, nightlight. Nate- I kind like Chappelle. Uh, yeah. Uncle Bob gave us all ski masks one year for Christmas.
1: May and, I interrupt right there? Sure. My dad gave me a specific gift two years ago that I really enjoyed. It was a balaclava. It was a yeah. ski mask. Uh, it was a plastic tube and it was a leather gloves and i was like oh dad thank you for the murder kit <laughs> uh what is this and he's like oh the tube is to siphon gas I was like, oh, and then when they catch me (laughs) siphoning their gas, I murder them? This is a bizarre scenario. But he just, he's had to siphon gas in his life. So I should have this plastic tube. It's like quite long. Like too small. And
0: and you run out of gas and it's the middle of the night.
1: Then you put on your bellicava. Steal steal it from a stranger. I think you, a person offers you a liter and you siphon it. You give them 10 bucks. (laughs) You don't know how
0: this works. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or you could steal it. Okay. But this is rural times. I think you'd ask. So you yeah, get...
0: be polite. Follow the rules. Yeah,
1: sure. Follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so thanks for the murder kit, Dad. It was amusing.
0: Holy shit. So I'm going to reread this because I think I messed it up. Uncle Bob gave all all of us ski masks one year No. for Christmas. Yep, I got it right. <laughs> Fuck. In hindsight, he may have been trying to form a crime gang. Oh. Uh, I wonder how many there were. How many makes up a crime gang? So many questions. Seven. Jumbo-sized jar. This is from. This one made me laugh. Nathaniel Underland, a jumbo-sized jar of squid ink for pastas bread, and stained sofas. Oh. oh man, the poor squid. My mm-hmm. father-in-law. This is from Sarah Andrews. Uh, my father-in-law bought my husband an old wrench at a garage sale, painted it red, and gave it to him for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> we and then she's like we already have tools. Still so useful.
1: I
2: want a wrench. I always lose my wrenches, and I'm like, where could I have gone? Like, who's sticking oh. these up their butts?
1: No, I know where it is. <laughs> it's behind one of your thousand pieces of art. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, I wish. Yeah. I do have a lot of art.
1: It's, it's so beautiful. It?
2: I feel bad, because now when people give me art, I'm like, I can't choose. You have no more room. You have to move. It's on the piano now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poppo of the week. <laughs> of, the
0: week. of the week.
2: Who's your puppo?
1: I love this. Uh, I love this. I live in mountain pleasant and I do comedy and I go home about one in the morning quite often. And there's just night cats (sighs) everywhere. There are, and I've, I've lived there for two years I have a relationship with about nine of them and as, and I am not I don't rush any of the cats uh, so I had a good one this week where I was you know I was sitting on the curb and the cat would rub against my leg a little bit I pet it a little bit it's very cute this is a black and white one I prefer the orange ones they are my favorite but still this is great <laughs> yeah. and then the cat moved over into the bush and I was like you know going kitty 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 and I wanted I just wanted a little bit more and then what I eventually ended up doing is I lay like I laid flat on the sidewalk which I'm fine with I i don't care about what my clothes are like they can be dirty it's no problem i'm almost home exactly i can change and the cat just like like was you know a meter away and just kind of looking at me it's fine but then i didn't realize a man was walking (laughs) you know towards (laughs) me and then you know i was was like oh hey (laughs) there is a cat and the guy's like yeah yeah i i I thought there'd be a cat i was like there is a cat and he's like yeah the cat did come out again but it was good
0: Yeah. yeah there's a cat He's uh, like, yeah, sure it is. Sure, b- sure, a buddy. With the shortage of pet-friendly apartments uh, in the city, it's the other people who have pets' responsibility to people without pets to be patient with us while we manhandle their pets. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> while
0: we get our stress out by yeah. touching strangers' animals and rubbing our eyes and having allergic reactions.
2: Yeah, it happens every day. <laughs> if we'll your stay. life is
1: if your life is dull, go out at one in the morning in a rural in a residential area. The cats are partying. Yeah like there's interactions like crazy and fights and stuff oh, man
0: fucks yeah one of my puppos fucking yeah <laughs> yeah was uh two cats getting into a scrap and they didn't realize there was a skunk right beside them Oof. but last night when i got home from podcasting which was around the same time it was about 10 um skunk again like they're really into my front yard right now
1: do you think the cats and skunks are pals usually or no
0: i think they mm-hmm. probably don't cause each other any trouble
1: and raccoons, cats, skunks, what's that relationship? I
0: think raccoons and cats, not good. Not as good. I would mm-hmm. guess not good. And skunks and raccoons, probably fine. But I don't yeah, know.
2: because they like share the night.
0: Yeah, they're both night animals. Night cats and night dogs. And so, nobody eats squirrel, uh skunks, right? No, no you can't. No. You stink like a weirdo. Yeah, only like the dumbest of dogs would try. Dog <sighs> oh, that I would love. Favorite Are dogs. there night
1: dogs in this town?
0: uh coyotes you mean
1: no i well you said night dogs <laughs> <laughs> I know what a coyote uh, is. no night no. cats
2: and night dogs are, are code words that oh. my friends use for skunks and raccoons oh, raccoons are night dogs and then skunks oh. are uh night cats but then there's a cat who comes to visit me at night who i call night cat yeah, so it's very it. confusing
0: so you have to kind of listen to all 60 or some odd <laughs> they're oh, all I'm popos.
1: 58 and i still miss that darn it It's okay
0: <laughs> It's okay. Jessica, do you have a, a peopo?
2: I sure do. This peopo is a man. Whoa. I have a photo of him on my phone here for you. His Are name- you going to post his photo to the Facebook group? Oh, or- hell yeah, I am. <laughs> he's, fam- he's a very famous man. Oh. His name is Kirk Hammett. He's the lead guitarist of Metallica. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's just so sweet. He's such a sweet guy. I've How have watched. He
0: end up in that band? Uh, talent, I probably. don't know. I, it seems the like they all
2: like match either in or right after high school okay but he's the only one who's not an asshole it seems like he's just such a sweetheart if you haven't seen the movie some kind of monster i
0: have can you show me his picture so i can get a visual
2: um, he's got curly long hair and usually like a tiny little mustache um (laughs) his hair is mostly gray now uh he's um part filipino so he's got sort of
0: Oh, darker. he is the only not asshole. Yeah. He's, he's a lovely guy. He yeah. looks
2: weird in this picture. I'll find a cuter one. Uh, but he's, yeah. That's a great documentary. He. I watched another, another Metallica documentary uh, this morning, which is the making of the black album the most famous album and he wrote the like the lead riff to enter sandman which Jeez. is the most famous metallica i don't even care about metallica
0: yeah but it's great to see these movies like it's the same I, with I the lemmy movie i love all music documentaries Yeah, it's so great
2: especially people who have this like mega stardom mm-hmm. it's like how do you live your life anymore he yeah anyway so um James and Lars are just super egomaniacs and then Kirk is like, I've just been trying to make my ego as small as possible and he has a ranch with like these beautiful horses on it and he goes there so he can like forget about being a Metallica. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love him. I just wish there were more people in the world like him. Like he's obviously like done his fair share of like drugs and been a gross dude, but he's like realized that it's like it's better to
0: just be a nice guy yeah yeah that's lovely anyway yeah (laughs) surprising popo i know (laughs) yeah
1: i think i'm confused about the phrase popo
2: it can be anything it can be anything that just like makes your heart grow two sizes too big basically um it's mostly dogs though for us yeah Yeah. okay could be a good night cat though i mean yeah yeah Yeah. yours was perfect really perfect (laughs) yours is perfect i like this i want to
1: listen to inner sandman
2: (laughs) it's a great song Except I'll for the lyrics, <laughs> the
0: lyrics are so weird. <laughs> That's the important part, though. So, like, teenage boys really latch on. Yeah,
2: it's like, are th- were they having trouble sleeping? Are they afraid of going to bed? No.
0: What year did that song come out? I feel like that ninety one. Yeah, think? that happened while I was still in high school. Yeah, like I was part of the original that blew everybody's mind. Yeah, yeah that was great. It's
2: a great song. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: yeah, that's weird. A pup-o. <laughs> my popo is two poppos. Ooh. Uh I got home the other night and I heard a kerfuffle outside and I was busy making a roast and scrambling some <laughs> eggs and about to eat a pint of ice cream. <laughs> After a long day of finding kefir grains so I could make my own kefir <laughs> and recording two podcasts. I just wanted to relax. And I heard a crazy noise outside on my balcony and I was afraid it was a ba- uh, Balcony rat because they come out around six or seven once in a while. They'll yeah, they just scurry <laughs> by. I'm Vancouver. Compost planning wasn't great, um, <laughs> but it turned out to be a squirrel terrorizing another smaller squirrel. Mm. And this little black colored squirrel was hiding on a drain pipe off, just hanging off of the roof. And this big, fully grown gray squirrel with like a fabulous tail was trying to get at him. And this little guy was so terrified. And a little boy on the street was watching this happen, so I look extra crazy because I spent (laughs) the next forty five minutes chasing that gray squirrel away from the smaller squirrel, and then and like it's so hard to communicate with a squirrel Mm -hmm. that I'm there to help Mm -hmm. him, Mm -hmm. and I don't know squirrel talk, and I'm using all the like nice noises that cats and dogs like Mm -hmm. and horses. And birds, but the squirrel is so scared and just, I had, he was so close to me within about 18 inches Wow! and he was just a little bit higher up, but I couldn't, I didn't know what to do to help him. Like he wouldn't jump on the broom. Obviously he's smart. He's like, why am I going to get on this broom that she's throwing every few minutes at this squirrel, other squirrel. But finally the gray squirrel gives up and I watch him leave the huge cherry tree, which touches my balcony and... The the little squirrel, I give him some time and I come back out and I see that he's standing up again because he was so scared and so tired that at points it looked like he's just going to pass out. And then I just started yelling at him. I'm like, go, go, jump, (laughs) jump. (laughs) jump, Just a slow clap. Go, jump, (laughs) jump. And finally he made a jump for the cherry tree and he grabbed onto the tiniest, most brittle branch and hung off of it with just two paws. And he's looking at me, and I was looking at him. And I'm like, uh. You can do it, buddy!
2: <laughs> and he crawled
0: back up and he got to the tree. And I was so happy. It was really worth it. It was a squirrel dream. And I finished, uh, during that time, I had like, I did so many chores, and I just come out and scream at the other squirrel and be like, Get out of here! <laughs> and chase him with a broom.
1: Was that great one, territorial, do you think?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it was a, t- and this little guy was, he was smaller by a lot. I'd say he's a third his size. And, He had a patch of fur missing Mm -hmm. and it looked kind of recent, like maybe he'd been in a kerfuffle or
2: it could also be like they, apparently they have a very short weaning period. Like they sort of like kick them out of the nest. So they weren't the same
0: species of squirrel. No, this was a brown squirrel and the other squirrel was a gray squirrel. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: My only experience with, yeah, is adolescent animals have trouble carving out a niche in their ecosystem. Seagulls especially.
2: Humans
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That's a tough time for almost all species.
0: Seagulls get kicked out of the nest before they can fly.
1: Really? Yeah. Just got to walk around they're like that. They're
0: just trips. like pushed out of the, yes. Same with crows. I think they're so badly behaved when they grow up because they're abandoned at, oh at a terrible age.
1: They got to start reading some books. Yeah, like you know, the they parents, work parents, gym parents i mean the parent seagulls not the oh. kids i'm going i'm going up a generation yeah.
0: so ross if people want to find you if they want to see you perform right anything coming up that you want to you want to pump well, want to pump your tires
1: i do a show every thursday at little mountain gallery called yeah. jokes please it's very my popular favorite. show oh it's my favorite thing it's been there for three years it's uh so fun stand up different comedians very fun uh, this comes out in october um no nothing nothing else aside from that uh Oh, oh, I'm a photic sneezer. That means the sun causes me to sneeze. Oh. And I've uh, <laughs> been putting videos of that on my Instagram. It's just at <laughs> Ross Dauk. Uh, but unfortunately, I was putting up a daily video. I did that for about a month and a half and it was very funny. Not everyone loved it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> but the thing was, is that I didn't know this, is that uh, there's some people on the internet who find s- other people sneezing sexually pleasing. Oh, yeah. And oh, I got gosh. I got chased out of my own Instagram sneeze accounts through creeps on the internet, be like, "Oh, are you are gonna sneeze for me tonight?" No, I'm sneezing for me because I can't help it, and I think somebody, <laughs> only
0: you would find oh. yourself in an accidental fetish. Situation. It was so only surprising
1: because to, to start with, I thought it was just an amusing thing. You
0: gotta make that right, wrong. wrong that right. I
1: don't know how the internet scares me. To be honest, I've had some. Why
0: don't you just delete your your videos and start fresh? Oh, make, make it make private. Your private?
1: I don't know. I got to think this over. I also was brand new to Instagram, so I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) So it scared me a little bit.
0: Just make your account private.
1: No, I want. I want the world to see. Yeah,
0: I want. <laughs> yeah. Because kinda... also
1: there's like old people who loved it. There's like this one old man from like Milwaukee who's like, these videos crack me up. Also, everyone goes, hey, the sun comes to me. Crack to me up.
0: Unzipping his pants. Getting <laughs> out hey, hey. some lotion. Pom pom pom. I
1: don't think you know. Uh Not ever needs lotion. Um, <laughs> you just need some maple syrup. Sometimes Lady, you can um, just sneeze on it. Yeah, sure. Ew, this, is, okay. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that chased me off the internet. Just kidding. Uh, anyways, so yeah, Instagram or... Jokes, please.
0: Well, things went sideways there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jessica, you've got your notebook out. I got my agenda. Uh, okay, so this comes out October 10th. Wow, that's in the future. Uh, so this week, I'll be in Allentown, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Plattsburgh, and Montreal. <gasps> Two different countries' worth of cities. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, come see us play a show in America or Canada. Yeah. Yeah, come buy a a t-shirt. Maybe we'll make some.
0: (laughs) If um, you go see Jessica and Jay play, you're really lucky because they're great. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. It's uh, really great, and there's lots of really good pictures of animals. So or many papos! If you want to give us a good rating on iTunes, we would accept that. Yes. Nothing less, though. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Bye. Ross.
1: Thanks, guys. That was so fun.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.